0: was brought to you by William Mitchell Audio. Now normally I'd tell you to check out that company but instead this time I'm telling you to check out this trailer for their new podcast they created called Cemetery Tales. Here it is.
1: Let's talk about the Tomb Watcher and specifically his Tomb Watcher's Cemetery Tales. This man plunders all manner of horror. He presents stories about all kinds of unsavory characters who perform unconscionable and for some unspeakable acts. He knows you want to hear of the hot heat of holocausts, harrowing howls of hell's harlots, the depraved devilish deeds of desperate dickwad dirtbite degenerates, the vim and vigor and vicious violence of vice-ridden vagabonds. Perverted priests, maniacal minstrels, and murderous mothers and merry mansions run rampant with sordid psychopaths, caverns and caves and garish graves, pernicious pedagogues selling psychedelics to students, draconian drug jurisprudence, a witch hunter's lust, a poisoned pie crust. It's a wild time, and there, at the legendary Hellmouth, you can have a seat of your own and do what the Tomb Watcher suggested. Ponder what waits behind the theater curtains of oblivion. On October 24th, episodes one and two are making their debut. You don't want to miss this. Find it on Instagram at one word Tomb Watchers Cemetery Tales or look for it on YouTube.
0: And we're rolling. Very first guest on the Halloween Spooktacular is Nancy Gorman from Nova Halo. What's up, Nancy?
2: Hey, thanks for having me back.
0: Uh, And I guess a a moment ago, I introduced you to my co-host for the day, Zach Wilkinson. Hey, Nancy. Good to hear from you.
2: Hello. Nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you. He was on uh, episode uh, 10. He was the the chef episode.
2: Cool.
0: But now he's a farmer. Hmm. As far as I can tell, it definitely pays a lot better than being a chef. So go you, Zach.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Steph.
0: But, ba- but back to Nancy. Uh, thank you for coming on the Halloween spooktacular.
2: Okay.
0: Anyway, I'm ready to get scared. A uh, big reason why Zach is here is so that he can hold my hand uh when i do get very <laughs> frightened by your story so
3: uh we'll try to keep him from peeing his pants a little bit you know
0: without further <laughs> ado
3: uh would you share with us what's your spooky london story yeah
0: what's this? oh and the yeah. one spooky ass town
2: it was it was kind of hard to pick because i've got a couple and i've actually written it down because i don't really want to tell it wrong and i've considered showing it in some kind of documented format before but never really got to it. I did have like a poltergeisty 1 but I know that Dom has a really really cool one like that. So I'll just get on with um my one. So I will start with a disclaimer um the story ends really conveniently although in quite a frustrating way. Um I'm not concluded anything from this story. This is what happened and that's it. Um right so it was a it was actually it was in the daytime. It was a bright evening. I remember it was the 26th of May, 2012. And I had this rare opportunity of a free house. And I don't know about you guys, and I'm not saying it is this way, but I feel like some thoughts are yours and some sort of feel like they get sent to you. And I feel like this one was sent to me. Um, I'd never sing in front of my family and I had this thought to just make a video singing, which wasn't really a habit of mine. So anyway, um, I get my compact camera because I had a brick phone at the time I don't even remember if phones were good at video or sound then I don't know um uh, like real like question
0: phone? Yeah, what does what does brick yeah. phone mean in England because in
2: oh so it's it's like you know like the great nokia phone with snake very good oh okay no, the old, old school it. one yeah, yeah.
0: And, you charge
2: and, it like once a week
0: in America like when we when we say brick phone we mean the one from uh, the 1980s, like, like say by the uh, Bell, like, yes, or but,
2: like the, the yeah, like the one that's like a, it literally
0: is almost the size of a brick. Are you talking about? You had one of those?
2: Oh no, yeah, no, that that is a proper brick phone. because okay. yeah, <laughs> <my>, my... <laughs> I
0: was like, yeah. I was like, I know you're younger than me, and I was like, how the hell did you have a brick phone?
2: you? <laughs> <gonna be laughs> I
3: was just yeah. Those, yeah, with the snake on it. It was like the best game ever back in middle school, like. Yeah,
0: I had yeah. one of those phones.
3: Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Nancy. I just, just to
0: clarify no, what it no. was.
2: No, this, this is what makes it fun. My story might end up rubbish. I hope not. Anyway. I'm already um, scared. <laughs> so I set up the camera and I put it on the living room windowsill. And I sat on the floor in front of it. And I sang the song Black and Gold by Sam Sparrow. And in retrospect, I find this a, a bit appropriate maybe. So anyway, um, I did my take and I pick up the camera and I start watching the playback and I can't remember what point in the song it was. I think it was like just after the first verse. But anyway, um, (laughs) what appeared on the screen behind me, like over my on the right side of me at the back of the room in the far corner was this very thin, very tall, elongated body of light. And at no point was this body stationary. Like it had very defined limbs and it skipped diagonally across the room from like behind me on my right to the corner beside my left. So it like crossed, went across the room and the top of its head and its hands and feet were kind of like faded at the edges, but the limbs were really clear. And actually I can't, I remember the head, the head was really long and, and the tops of it sort of like, sort of appeared almost kind of spiky. But anyway, uh, when I saw this, I just froze. And but, but what's nice for me is sort of at the moment that it disappeared on the screen, and it was only on the screen for like three to four seconds. And um, my mum just happened to pull up on the drive. So I was like, sort of like how I feel now thinking about it just all this adrenaline I was I was I was so freaked out and but I was really excited to to show it so I said I had something to show her and I I played her back the video and um in, in the kind of way when you pause it and you just move through like each frame and she just said yeah I see it um I didn't tell my siblings, but I think my mom told my dad. And apparently when she went up to bed that night, he said, don't leave me with the ghost. <laughs> but,
3: <laughs> so you, you got, you got Slender Man on camera. Oh uh, you-
2: yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. It was actually a lot nicer than Slender Man. Cause
3: this, <laughs> this
2: body, it was like, I mean, it was all light but, and it, and it, I mean, there was nothing like that, like resembled clothes. It was kind of skeletal. Um, mm-hmm. and, but, I remember like it looked so joyous in the video like it danced like sort of skipped by like there was oh, nothing you made like you're
3: describing me you made the ghost happy
2: <laughs> i mean yeah it looked like it was like joining in with because i think the song is a nice song and you know it was vibing oh that's <laughs> um, awesome it so was you,
3: cool. you like you like got this ghost to come out through your singing almost <laughs>
2: what,
3: what's crazy but about this is actually uh, conjured him Dude, my mom has a story so much like this. Uh,
2: Really?
0: from In San Diego, she was uh, taking photographs of this house that was like supposedly haunted and blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then uh, later on when she uh, was looking at the film and she's like, oh, there's like this kind of like like a light, kind of like a smudge type thing. And Mm. then she had her friend who was like, yeah, he had this like dope ass computer set up where he could like really, really zoom in and get like a clear thing and yeah. zooming in and it was like legit it was like a human figure but
3: like in light form that it was just in the
4: yeah. back of the
3: photo so that's some gnarly shit i want to i want to ask you this nancy have you ever yes. uh, heard or considered yourself as an indigo child
2: um it's it's funny because that around kind of around that period in my life i'd become aware of all that um that sort of those sorts of concepts and things.
3: I'm left out um, here. Yeah, what, uh, what the fuck does that mean? So Indigo Child is one within our like generation. I think I'm on the cusp of the end of it. And if I gauge correctly, Nancy, we're probably about the same age. Um, I'm 33. Uh, I'm not
2: far from that, yeah.
3: Yeah, but uh, we're on like the cusp of it. But from my understanding, Indigo Child is one that um, kind of sees into the ethereal plane, like especially mm-hmm. in Dream States. Mm -hmm. And as I was growing up, I've had a couple of, uh, I consider myself an indigo child, uh, where I've had a couple of instances like that, never caught on video like Mm -hmm. you were fortunate enough to do, but um, it's kind of, uh, you know, you see into, you have the ability to like kind of see into the dream ethereal planes, if you will. Mm -hmm. So... that's kind of what it sounds like to me that you conjured up this spirit out of your uh out of the ethereal plans with your singing
2: well i'm just getting goosebumps like waves of goosebumps from what you just said because um it's i i don't actually think that this was like a ghost because it was humanoid but not yeah. really human and in 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 the years like since this happened i've come across similar descriptions from people of a similar kind of subscription to those ideas and um uh i mean it's I'll, a real I'll thing you know, it, yeah I'll, i'm gonna i'll let you know about this um because it, it's it, it ends kind of in a very frustrating way so i was so excited to upload this video um, I don't even know if this was by my own ignorance or just having poor tech or what, but when I uploaded the video, the the whole room behind me was completely black. Like it, there was nothing, there was nothing. I there was nothing. And I thought, well, you know what, I can I can still see it on the camera, but I thought like, well, I, I put it on my computer and well, I don't. I, I had this idea that maybe there must be some kind of way I can tweak this video to get it to show eventually. I don't know. I was complacent, or I mean, I can't. What's the point in saying, oh, I could have this, could have that? It didn't happen. So, anyway, I left it on my hard drive. Not too long later, um, my computer got sick and just completely wiped it of everything and there was no way to salvage it um I'm still heartbroken over it um but more more so because I lost like thousands of pages of journaling but I just feel like well I I don't know this is what happened um yeah it's weird I don't I didn't get any bad vibes from this thing at all but I remember I couldn't really sleep that night I was so alert and like so wowed by it but also on Um, and when you bring up about um the indigo stuff around that sort of time I was really heavily like experimenting with lucid dreams and attempting astral travel and I felt in, Mm. in them in in like those in about a space of three years and that sort of time around in the middle of it I had a very heightened kind of lucidity in my life at that point which I've not had or felt the resources to reclaim in years really I don't think it was an accident that it happened during that kind of time
3: I don't think so either no.
2: So, it's like, really fun to share <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah well, it's and like he's in the astral projection thing for sure oh, I mean yeah dude I don't know I don't
0: know if I talked to you about this Nancy like when uh, oh, I feel like I didn't even introduce you properly uh, because uh, you weren't on episode 12 right that was the the number
2: yeah it was 12.
0: yeah and it was really really fun and i don't know I, we talked about a lot of fun stuff we talked about a lot of like uh um like astrology and cool shit like that but did i ever tell you that like i got uh super into lucid dreaming for a long time like
2: no because i d- i would have definitely got excited about it I don't know exactly. oh
0: yeah I, I uh i practiced it like as a like like as a thing that i was att- like doing the you know like the daily practice which you do in your conscious waking life to make it uh-huh. where you can do that in your dreams, but you know what would happen to me, man? Is I would get spooked out because like, like creepy shit would happen, like in a dream that I was fully conscious in, and then I would wake yeah. up and I would get this vibe that I brought some shit back with me, and
2: uh-huh.
0: it is not like your story where I was like, oh, like it's a uh, like a, I played a beautiful song and it made a ghost dance. It was always like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was going like near like where all the evil spirits were in my dreams, and they were like coming back. Uh-huh. <laughs> God.
3: But. Well, no. So and then the, I feel like I I just recently learned that lucid dreaming was an actual practice because I felt like it was just something that happened to you growing up.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I grew up like as long as I remember, still to this day, I have like night terrors and that's um. part of what I uh, experience as uh, being lucid dreams. But um also have what people call deja vu. But I think it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Where I have these lucid dreams where I'm active in them, and then I wake up and then the same thing happens, so it's almost like
2: yeah.
3: uh predictions i I feel, yeah, but, um, like I said, I'll get back to the lucid dreaming. I didn't know that was even a practice; it just kind of happened to me, and that's mm-hmm. that's going back to the indigo child thing, um because they also say you're not supposed to be able to dream something you've never seen, mm-hmm. but when I was A child before I'd ever seen any kind of horror film or R rated movies, I would see blood, guts, and gore like in my dreams. Yeah. Kind of transferred in these day and age to more like reality, if you will. Yo, this episode Mm -hmm. is spooky as fuck.
0: No, but uh, yeah, just talk about just for people like listening to like with that lucid dreaming thing and being at practice. Uh, obviously, anyone can have a lucid dream. It happens to most people where you you have a dream, you realize you're dreaming while it's happening. But there are a bunch of techniques you can use in your daily life that uh, become habitual, and it creates a habit. Uh, and and that habitual effect is something that eventually you will accidentally start doing in your dream life because it's so ingrained, and that's how you train yourself to lucid dream frequently. <clears throat> uh uh yeah, for me it was something I, I abandoned and really wanted to get away from because i wasn't really having that much fun. I was creepy. getting like a, well i was getting like a lot of sleep paralysis, which is where your body wakes but your or your mind wakes but your body is still paralyzed.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh shit.
3: That's scary So I've never had that.
2: Oh my god, i just remembered another story, but i don't know if we have time, but this Nancy, is kind of
3: I've always
0: got time for you. Uh, well, i mean, i don't have all the time for you. I <laughs> We've got I a, think we got time for one more story. We, we've Come got a few. We have, yeah, we got we have we have time for you to tell one more story. I think so, we got okay. time. so that is this we'll is, make time for hey, you, Nancy. Hey, let's take a vote, Crazy. man. Uh co-hosts. All right, I vote yes, another story. I vote yes. All right, that's two.
2: Yay. Okay, 100%. this is this is um <laughs> this is more on the scary side and also kind of gross. Um so about a year ago, I stayed in a house where my friend invited me over. She she was dog-sitting for someone for about two weeks. So we got to stay in this really nice house. And um, I had my own room and I went into the room and, you know, it was like bedtime. And I woke in the night and I've, I've, I've had sleep paralysis before, but never like this. Thankfully, my experiences weren't too terrifying in the past. Like, I'd be aware of what was going on and I'd be like, they can't just 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 go back to sleep no, well you know, um, so anyway, but this was not like that at all. I woke up and I remember so I was on my back and my head was like on my right shoulder, and I felt a woman lying like against me with her kind of head in my like left collarbone kind of area, you know, like slumped on me. I felt her hair. And, um, I thought, "What the hell like Nina is coming into my bed, like Nina's my friend, but i couldn't I couldn't move, and uh, and I didn't want to move because it was so scary, and she was doing some kind of inappropriate things, and I was just <laughs> I was thinking yeah, I know like this is kind of this is crazy and I, I I oh my god she and and she was pinching me as well like really really hard it was I can't tell you it was so painful and I couldn't scream like at all I wanted to I thought this isn't fair if this is a dream my brain's meant to be on my side what <laughs> the fuck man uh, yes. man you know
0: that physically I literally didn't want to actually get scared I thought it would just be funny no that's, I'm <laughs> kind of scared uh, but for someone that personally has experienced so much sleep paralysis because of my uh, lucid dreaming uh practice that I did for Almost two years. What you're describing mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, yeah, no, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. That shit is—it <laughs> oh. feels so real. And like, how do you know if it's your brain or what? It you know, was,
2: it, yeah, it it was crazy. And I, I remember, unfortunately, of, of course, I went back to sleep the next day. I remember my friends boyfriend was moaning about something and i just said yeah well you didn't get sexually harassed by a ghost last night (laughs) (laughs) you know Um,
3: i don't want to get sexually harassed by a ghost no you don't man (laughs) but
2: but yeah it's it's funny because i hear about i hear about people having these um experiences putting them off for me that that was my issue what kind of it didn't really put me off but i guess i got complacent i started I think that Lucid Dreaming is, I know I've kind of switched subject there, but it's absolutely fantastic for your memory. It how it. how I don't know about for you guys, but it vastly improved my memory. And I, I was doing the recall thing and you just remember more and more and more and it was just taking up so much of my time. I could not keep it up. I couldn't keep it up, man. But I'd love to do it again. I think it, you can have so much fun.
0: I don't know why this, I mean, obviously I know exactly why this popped into my head because you guys were talking about getting uh, some inappropriate shit with a ghost and it made me think about the original Ghostbusters movie when like Dan Aykroyd has sex with a ghost. (laughs) Even Even as a kid, even as like a kid, like especially like, you know, like a teenage boy, like I was still like, yo, man, this doesn't belong in this movie. Yeah, this is not right. Like, this is not what
3: I... This is I'm, yo, This is supposed I'm, to be fun, man. This is just... Yeah. Well, I, I see, mean, in my lucid dream states <laughs> and in my experiences, I'd much rather have the experience that you had than oh, most of the ones that I've had because most of mine were, uh, like I said before, real intense, like, horrific stuff. So getting sexually harassed sounds better than seeing people burn and shit, you know? Yeah, it goes without saying that, uh, <laughs> that Dan Aykroyd highly
0: misrepresented what uh, the experience of ghost, uh, <laughs> ghost sleep fornication <laughs> was. Are we talking about ghost fornication now? I don't know, man. We're just trying to be spooky. I right. just trying to be spooky. Uh, I Nan- think we got a little spooky. Nancy, uh, thank you so much for calling in. For Thanks
2: spectacular.
0: So much. Nancy, it was great talking to you.
2: Lovely talking to you guys. Take I hope care. that we can do
0: uh, another thing in the future where you uh, come back again because it's always so amazing speaking with you. You're always so fun and I hope you're ah. doing fantastic in London in the most haunted city in the world. <laughs> bah, 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 bah.
2: Thanks so much, guys. Bye, Nancy. Bye.
0: Bye. We're rolling. What's up? Welcome, Bryn Plummer (laughs) from episode 15. Uh, One of the most popular episodes uh, of the entire podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, you're like up there.
4: Wow. You're
0: killing these fucking people, man. Every day, like every single day you get downloads (laughs) It's fucking awesome.
4: No way, Uh, that's great.
0: But Mm -hmm. uh, once again, I just want to say this is Halloween Spooktacular. I have a co-host for the first time ever ever here in studio. This is Zach Wilkinson. He was my guest on episode 10. He was a chef, and now he's a farmer.
4: Oh, (laughs) dope!
0: And uh, so, do you have a spooky? Another reason why he's here, like as I said before, is because I get scared very easily, and so (laughs) I'm gonna hold his hand. I need a change. change Changes pee pants when it happens. I wish you could (laughs) stand up how how fucking big he is. Stand stand up and just like see if you can see in the Zoom call. Uh, uh,
4: This is great podcast Uh, material. uh,
0: like I out. So I'm standing up too, and so like see where his hip <laughs> is? <laughs> so like my head is like around like his dick level.
4: It's a personal I'm like freak eight show. Feet tall. On of it.
0: <laughs> that would only make me four feet tall. So you're whatever. Okay. <laughs>
4: this is Ren, already great.
0: <laughs> Ren, I cannot wait to hear your spooky story and get really, really terrified Whoa. and use it as an excuse to kind of like. Put my hand on
3: Zach's knee. He just wants to cuddle Ooh. me. Yeah, I, obviously, I want to cuddle, but it's because I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So give me more reason for Doug to cuddle me.
4: Okay. I don't know if mine's scary. It's more unsettling.
3: Ooh. Oh. I love cuddling when I'm unsettled. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. No, it's like a like you. You're the big spoon. I'm always big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Tell us your unsettling story, please. Okay. My
4: unsettling story. My dad grew up in New Orleans. And if you grow up in New Orleans, you just grow up with spooky things that are just part of your life. Oh, I got so, family in Slidell. Oh, yeah.
3: Slidell. I, I grew up going down there. Yeah.
4: Heck, yeah. Like uh, Lake Charles, Slidell. Yeah. All around yeah. There.
3: Slidell. Yeah. It's Lake Charles. Um, yeah.
4: And so, you know, it's like you basically spookiness is a cousin or an uncle who's just part Part of of the family tree yeah Yeah, there's just spirits and phantoms and all kinds of stuff so he's told us a lot of stories that we thought were make-believe or just whatever and then they were substantial as we got older they got substantiated by our grandparents as we got closer to our grandparents you know and so one story he said he told us that we always thought was fake but then my mom all substantiated was um, she used to braid hair for, like, different ladies in the neighborhood. But she was a schoolteacher, but it was something she would do on the side. And so there was an old woman who she braided her hair for. She was, like, in her 90s. And um, she had seen this woman for pretty regularly for every couple weeks or so for years and years and years. And a big storm was coming. I want to say it was Hurricane Betty. And a big storm was coming, and so everyone was, like, locking down their houses, putting up, you know, barricades, sandbags. People were evacuating that. Well, back then, people didn't really evacuate for a hurricane. You just kind of buckle down. I, I have a and, question.
0: Uh, uh, like, I know this is, like, not super important, but I'm just really curious because I don't uh remember that name, uh, Hurricane Betty. Like, <laughs> what? That was uh, back in, like, 95?
4: This was, like, the 70s. So oh. was,
0: okay, the 70s. That's, why, that's old. What
4: yeah, this is old. My dad was born in 54. And he was like maybe a ch- a child teen at the time, um, so probably late sixties, probably sixties, late sixties, early seventies. Hurricane Betty. Um, I can't. I should have dated it before, but I didn't date it. Ooh, sorry. Oh, that's cool.
0: I just like. I just
3: was like, am I dumb because I don't know this? Hurricane? Let me get
4: my almanac <laughs> and just go back. And <laughs> I, I
3: remember hearing about it from my family, but uh, that's why I said ninety-five because I felt like I was alive for it. But I I spent so many years cleaning up hurricanes from my mom, yeah. my grandma's house that I don't. I can't keep I mean, track. It
4: could have been any one of it could have been any one Yeah, but, uh, yeah it
3: doesn't like New yeah. Orleans have a gnarly ass hurricane every year anyway, like Yeah, I mean they just yeah. the, like, said St. Charles just got ripped apart.
4: Yeah. It's it's pretty consistent. So yeah. and, and back started then like, like uh,
3: jump off on the hurricanes. <laughs> Let's talk
4: about climate change for a second. Let's talk yeah, about man. how you engineer a city that's below, you know, sea level. Let's talk yeah. about all those things. Wren, Robert, you here. You, remember,
0: you remember from last time speaking with me that we can't stay on the rails for more than one second because yeah. there's something about our dynamic. And now that we like... now Especially that Especially with me in the mix. Yeah. like You, uh, me, and Zach, it's going to take us... All right, You know what? Me uh, and Zach, are, we're both going to be very quiet and we're going to yeah. hear the spooky story. Uh, yeah, right. let's, let's get back the to it.
4: I think the dates, I, I think the dates do I'm matter. Z- I'm zipping the lips. <laughs> for picturing it, picture like, you know, 60s New Orleans. Let's say that. Mid to late 60s New Orleans. If you want to picture it in your brain. And so... The storm is coming. Everybody's batting down the hatches, all that kind of stuff, getting ready to ride the storm out. And then Mama hears a knock on the door. And she goes and opens the door. And this little woman whose hair she's braided, who's like in her 90s, is at the door. And she's like, Willie Lee, I need you to do my hair. And my mama was like, how would you get here? Because she didn't, she didn't drive. Mama would go to her house. She like, said, so how would you get here? She's like, I knew I just needed to get my hair braided because I'm going home. Mama's like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, yes, you're here. Come on in. Let me braid your hair. And, um, she comes in, she braids her hair and, um, mama was like, well, you look great. Why don't you just stay here with us? And you know, you'll ride out the storm with us. Cause at this point the storm is like coming. And, um, mama was really insistent, was like, you really need to stay here. Like, please stay. We don't know how you're going to get you. No one can take you back across town to where you live. Like, just stay here with us. And she's like, nope, I got to go. And she straight up walks out of the house and walks she didn't know where she goes. She just kind of disappears into the rain. Mama didn't think anything about it. And then this hurricane comes. It's horrible. You know how it goes. The cleanup's happening, all that kind of stuff. And Mama was just thinking about how she kept saying she need to go home. She need to go home. And so when, once the stormwater recedes, she calls some friends over there on that side of town. She's like, hey, can you go check on so-and-so? And they go to her house. And the lady is lying in her bed, arms crossed over her chest, hair perfectly done, has been dead Since before the storm came, the water didn't touch her house, but she knew she was going home. So she went to get her hair braided because she wanted to look nice to go home to die.
3: So, this is where Doug Yo. has to hold my hand. Uh, I just got goosebumps.
4: Dude. It's so spooky. He's had so many of these stories. I had that's, a, more, I had,
3: that's not unsettling. That's spooky. Yeah, that, that was, yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. That was a spooky story. That, was that wasn't, spooky, a, that wasn't yeah. unsettling at all. Unsettling was, is I'm like, scared. I
3: just got goosebumps from that story. Like a lady know, knew she was going to die. Yeah, I don't know
4: how insane. she knew there was nothing wrong with it. She was just like, "I know I'm going home, and no one's going to be able to get to me stuff. The <laughs> fact that it
3: happened in New Orleans, like, <laughs> is just like on top of the spooky spectrum. Like,
4: yeah,
3: you know, you, I've been to New I grew up going there. And, like, I've seen a lot of spooky shit there. That is on par with New Orleans spooky. It's
4: just a spooky place. Like, I remember one time we got we we booked a. Right after, it was the day we got married, the day after me and my husband got married, we drove to New Orleans and we we're just going to do a mini moon there. And we got put into the hotel and we picked this hotel because it was like a cute little boutique hotel. And they put us in the room and that wasn't the room we'd booked, but we were like, whatever, it's late. And we get in that room and immediately, like, we just felt something was off. Just the energy wasn't right. It was just something strange was in there. And it felt like a presence, like on your person. And we asked them to change our room, and they did, and they gave us champagne, which was nice. But I don't know how they get no. anyone to stay in that room because that room was just like you felt the crowd. I'm not very supernatural, but I felt like you felt the crowding of something on you that was very, very. No,
0: there is a thing. There's like there's a vibe, the man. There's like there's a thing you can feel where you're like, oh man, I don't like this fucking vibe. Uh, uh, when me and my mom, like when I was like, like younger and uh, we moved around a, a little bit and stuff, and we moved into this one. Uh, old ass place like we were just renting and i was like man this place is haunted as shit and my mom is not like you know she's not like a person that's like oh ghosts you know and she's like (laughs) no this place is fucking haunted like you're right (laughs) 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 oh man i kind of wish we we could have her on this podcast because this is the second time that uh so you're the second guest today and Mm. it's the second time someone has told me some shit that makes me like literally remember like, experiences uh, with my mom, like, being a you kid. You should
4: interview like, your mom. What? Just interview your mom. I bet it'll be interesting.
0: Well, it's too late now because I didn't <laughs> book her for the Halloween spooktacular. Oh, no, Brynn, you just turned into a... Oh, you're back!
4: I got a call. Sorry. I oh, I thought a
0: ghost like took over your phone. I know a Phantom. There.
4: I don't know if there's anything in this house, but I will say our neighbor. There, we did find a gravestone in our, in our not a gravestone, but like a I think it was a pet, like thing when we moved hey, into this house. stylish, right? Yo, and yeah. New- we <laughs> found a little pet headstone. I love that was in the ground, like a pet thing. It had to be a like pet it was, like or sea. Yeah, it was like an 18 year old pet. <laughs> but it was just based on the years
0: actually okay. i'm gonna like go go back in the, about what i just said i just said that the new pet cemetery was good but i watched it on a plane where literally <laughs> anything to get my mind off the fact that i'm sitting in a plane seat forever and ever and ever <laughs> so i was just like yeah yeah cool cool so i'm not sure if i would have sure loved it if i'd seen it like
3: uh on no
4: you're in a movie no. you yeah, we were just sitting know. there i haven't now. seen that
3: but in uh interesting side note interesting fact in case you're wondering the flight from denver to nashville is the perfect amount of time to watch the entirety of rise of skywalker <laughs> i, I, I oh learned God. that yesterday yo i just saw that movie hey i want to give i want to give a, uh, <laughs> it's not spooky at all but i want to say
0: so you know i want to say something uh <laughs> really controversial and it's this uh i was on this long ass flight and i was and i Uh, The movies they had available, uh, like in the little movie thing in the seat, like I'd already like seen all this shit. I was like, "All right, I've never seen Detective Pikachu." And guess what? Oh, I really actually sucked so fucking bad that I would actually I decided I'd rather be bored and watch nothing but like the night sky.
3: (laughs) Watch that shit. Do you not have a book?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always travel with a book just in case. Yeah, he travels without a book? I can read.
3: Doug's an amateur. He's illiterate. (laughs) He He doesn't know how to read.
4: I do usually with the last time, like most of the time, if I get on a plane, if it's less than two out, if it's less than two hours, I immediately put on earplugs, ear sleep mask, and I don't. I tell my sleep neighbor like, don't uh, yeah. don't disturb me for anything, and I sleep through a flight like that. I fall asleep before we leave the tarmac. <laughs> but um, but now that I'm getting older, I feel like I need to do something besides just pass out on the plane. Like I feel like I need to use that time productively. But I don't know. I feel like you get a free nap if you if yeah, no sure. one can guilt you about taking a nap on the airplane.
3: I mean, no, I don't man. know. Those, I'd those rather seats, sleep like, on the airplane. <clears throat> I hate those mm-hmm. seats. They
0: hurt my butt. They're too hard. And I'm like <laughs> that, like, I'm going to be that old man. Like, I'm still already becoming this, but, like, the old man that's, like, just doing, like, inappropriate stretches in the uh,
3: aisle way. <laughs> you, you know what? So, so with all this COVID shit, there's a lot of negatives, but one of the positives <laughs> I found is flying because nobody mm-hmm. can sit next to you. Oh, that's dope. I should go fly somewhere. And, yeah. Know, you get that extra room. You don't have to worry yeah. about sitting in between No somebody. one's talking
4: to you. No yeah. one's
3: talking to you. Uh, the only down point on the flight is they don't serve booze, but that's why you bring your own airplane bottles oh, if don't? you're smart like me. Or, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah. Just, I haven't a couple, flown a since COVID. Two hours later, you're all. there. You're ahead. <laughs> Here's One time pro
4: time tip. I, did and, I was, oh, hit me.
3: Oh,
0: just a pro tip? Okay. And honestly, <laughs> now that I said that, I'm, this might not be a pro tip. It just might just be that I've gotten away with it a lot. But uh, in the Nashville <laughs> airport, because uh, you can't bring your booze in through the uh, security, but once you're in, you can go to the Jack Daniel's Distillery uh, like store and wow. buy a bottle of Jack Daniel's from them. And from there, you could just take it right on your plane. And then I, I think I that's do, a pro I'm tip. The and then I just order uh, Coca Colas, <clears throat> and I put my bottle right there, and I sit there and I just drink uh, my Jack Daniels on my way to Seattle and not once has anyone <laughs> ever told me not to do it I think, I think, really
4: no. hey dilly oh, this, sorry I mean, dilly's playing with a squeak toy no squeak it's toy highly right illegal
3: maybe. but nobody gives a fuck they don't get paid yeah, what are they gonna to do? Force the, like the airplane no. like the the, the the stewards or whatever they don't get paid enough to give a fuck Like but they
4: definitely don't that job is hard i would never want that job no
3: hell no i got a buddy of mine you guys was, this? Uh, his mom was a steward or whatever. For years and years and years, and flight attendant, flight attendant, whatever they're called. <laughs> um, but they, uh, but yeah, we always partied at his house because she was never around. But that would I mean, be a
4: hard job to be a parent. And it's and like, parents. oh,
3: it seems cool because you get to fly from place to place, but they don't actually get to enjoy where they go because no, you, you land, you go around. to the hotel room, and sleep for six hours, and you're back on the plane to another place. Like it
4: looks like a really grueling job. The training looks hard, and I, I just I just don't think I would enjoy it. Mm. Uh, I feel like you probably get some crazy stories though. I imagine it's one of those jobs like being I don't know like a cab driver or something like that where you just see some things that no one else is privy to seeing. Uh, so I imagine you collect some stories along the way if you're a flight attendant
3: I'm um, probably responsible for some of those stories. <laughs>
4: Bryn. Are you, like, a bad plane person?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a nice boy. I'm a good boy. He's a nice
0: on podcast. Bryn, I have to say, first of all, your spooky story was spooky as shit. so good. spooky. I, honestly, I think that's what, that's what sparked us talking about <laughs> us
3: breaking a bunch of laws on airplanes and shit afterwards <laughs> just to try and you know, stop acting so scared. I know. I had to get out of my spooky element. It literally gave me chills. I'm oh, not even like... holy lying. shit. What? Happy birthday, Brynn. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, Brynn.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Libra yeah. power. Um, well, I enjoyed talking about my scary story.
0: And also, I I'm hope it so... Was scary. So, so so that you, like, took some time out of your birthday to, like, hit us up and tell us that scary fucking oh my, story. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have so many more. Just, I'll have to go ask my dad. When he woke up, he got a kidney transplant almost exactly a year ago, and... When he was feeling well enough, the first thing we asked him to do was tell scary stories, and he gave us so many more. So that's just the tip of the iceberg.
3: Sounds with- like we need to interview yeah. him next year. I'm gonna. Well, no. Well, I think what we should do is. You
4: don't have enough tape to Bryn, get Bryn, all my dad's uh, ridiculousness.
0: Bren, you have uh, an open invitation to every Halloween spook. <laughs> and also, <laughs> when this pandemic is over, I gotta see you at hip hop karaoke, man.
4: Yeah, hip hop karaoke. I don't know whenever we'll come back.
0: I've yeah, forgotten It feels like a different
4: life ago. Yeah. Once we all get vaccinated, hip hop karaoke's back, hip hop karaoke's back. Um, I feel like we need to do uh, we've talked about doing a special version where we just play mysticals been so long on loop for like three hours. Yes. Because it feels been appropriate. So long since
0: yeah, and just we've been and that's just
4: it. So like, please we punk tell everyone me. who comes. What it is like, Speak of New Orleans, he's at Mysticals New Orleans. Um, oh. Well, I appreciate
0: the invite. Oh, Brynn, uh, when you hear this episode, I think you might enjoy this. I don't know if you enjoy bounce music, but... Uh, of
4: course I enjoy bounce music.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course, duh. My, new, my new intro is uh, uh, bounce-influenced. Uh,
4: oh, heavily, sick. Heavily, inf-
0: heavily influenced by Big Frida and other bounce artists. Uh, yes. It's actually just some clips of... Uh, just clips from me taken from the show.
4: And then you put it into, like, a bounce
0: beat. Remixing done by Bill Mitchell Audio. Got to shout out that. And I also, love should, that. Um, we got the next guest calling in in like a minute.
3: So I gotta go.
4: <laughs> you have to go. Get out of here. There
3: you go. Thank you, Brent. Happy <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Man. Thank you.
4: It's great you. to meet you, Zach. Bye, y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye, bye.
0: Hold up. It's time for an ad. So Zach and I wrote this script last year, and now we are so excited because Netflix picked it up, and they're turning it into a Netflix series. Here's the trailer, and we hope you like it. Hey, Zach, did you check out the sale at the Outlet Mall yesterday?
3: Yeah, Doug, man. It was fucking awesome, but this lady thought I cut her in line at TJ Maxx, and then she bit me.
0: No way. The same thing happened to me at the Chick-fil-A in the food court, because I was stealing all the packs of honey mustard.
3: Oh, no shit, yeah. I'm feeling hella weird, but it's, you know, it's probably nothing. Yeah, you're right. We're fine. That night.
2: Doug! I was saving
0: this parking spot. He went to Jared. Oh, man, what a beautiful morning. You know, I think I'm going to start this day out with a Yelp review. Dear Yelp, this waiter was so rude, he waited over an hour for our food, and he brought me a sweet tea with no lemon when I had asked for a lemon.
3: What? That is unacceptable. I hope you asked to speak to the manager. Well, obviously. Wait. What's up with your hair, man? Why'd
0: you get these long ass bangs and what the it's all short in the back? Did you like cut your hair and
3: grow it? What? I don't I don't think so. I I I didn't do anything in my hair. Uh wait, 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 is that a PT cruiser? I thought you drove a sedan. Yeah man, I feel like something's different about me, man. I feel like I'm more entitled than I was yesterday.
2: Shut up, Zach. I'm trying to write this Yelp review. These servers will never work again after I'm done with them. No, you shut up, Doug. I'm calling the police on a barbecue. I have a hypoxia. My Cobb salad did not have enough dressing.
0: Whoa, what happened? I had the weirdest dream. I thought we had turned
3: into- Where'd all these coupon clippings come from? Bite of the Karen. Coming to Netflix this Halloween.
0: And now back to the interview. All right. Next up, we've got Ramsey Demeter from episode four. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know he is a wilderness survival expert. And this dude can go straight up into a slot canyon. And I didn't know what that was, but I found out it's a thing that if you crawl all the way into it, and try to get back out, you'll die. But he got back out because you can't kill this man. Nature can't kill this man. Nothing can kill this man. What's up, Ramsey? Yo, (laughs) what's going on, Doug? How y'all doing? Yo, I just want to introduce you to my friend, uh, Zach Wilkinson. He was my guest on episode 10. He was uh, a chef at that time, but now he's a farmer like you.
5: Fantastic. Hey,
3: man. Good to meet you, Ramsey.
5: Hello, hello. Nice to meet you as well.
3: And thank you for coming on the Halloween Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: spooktacular and as i told our past two guests uh one of the reasons Zach is here is when i get very scared i need to like sit very close to a strong a strong entity yo i got a i got a quick ass question for both of you guys so yeah i I know the store the the slender man was like a story because like some uh some teenage girls like killed somebody or something because it's a comic book like i don't know what, uh, what is i actually don't know enough? shit it about Marvel? it I all i that know that is. is it was
5: a i know it was like a video game
0: oh uh, okay uh
3: like which i saw like
5: i saw like an eight-year-old was, play some of it and i was pretty terrified so i don't know what it was doing to the child imagination. i thought Slenderman was
3: like uh, uh like a ethereal ghost kind of guy that mm, came around mm. and like haunted people but i don't know i mean i figure if it was a movie I feel like we should look it up if but. it was a if it yeah was a movie, yeah dude. but
0: we don't google dude. it here do we ask ex- experts <laughs> <laughs> but as a matter of fact you're an expert mostly in surviving so yes sir and also i guess farming dude how's a uh, how's uh your farm going dude
5: oh thanks for asking yeah uh about seven months into the farm season now i actually ha- only have a couple weeks uh, weeks left before i wrap it up and me and my girl are moving on to other farms. But this season's been pretty great. Honestly, I feel like I've been on like a – it feels like a nature camp or something. Like I live in a trailer. I spend all my time outside. So I'm just like kind of camping the whole time. So that's the vibe. It sounds but, fantastic. You know, Dude, uh, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you
0: grow, man? Like-
5: uh, well, um, I'm sitting in the greenhouse right now with a lot of really nice uh, – it's called Red Rosy. It's a romaine lettuce. You know, it's a vegetable farm that's awesome that and it's, going and it's yeah, like horse
0: powered right is that correct
5: yeah 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 there's uh there's four horses here um i can kind of like the four horses are there that's very oh, spooky dude. that is
0: spooky the four horses are living <laughs> <There's laughs> with the four horses that's right that's right the is there yeah. like a pale <laughs> uh rider or whatever
3: he is there a pale rider look at him oh damn it the... yeah for real and dude. also
0: there's, there's am i gonna die like... after this podcast
5: Dude, I threw like fifty pumpkins yesterday. So I'm working in on my, one day. Like, You've grew flaming, fifty pumpkins in growing, one day. Growing. Molotov cocktails can step aside and bring him back the flaming pumpkin. Oh hell yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, and, uh, is uh, is Linus there from like uh is he waiting on the great pumpkin to show up? i uh, yeah, of course. You know Linus Charlie Brown right. style?
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Let's hear this. Horrifying. I mean, story. spooky. Spooky. I got a spookified story for you. Cool, dude. All, All right, right. So, if you scare me enough, uh, I get to put my hand on Zach's knee. So,
5: I hope you do. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, me too. About,
5: about five or six years, I'm living in the mountains of California in a very prominent weed-growing country, and uh, I'm living with my girlfriend at the time. And it's very remote. We're about half an hour down the super long dirt road there's not a lot of houses out there we know a few of our neighbors but there's also you know some forks in the road that you really don't want to go down like oh that might be like where all the tweakers are at or like rumor has it like those people who shoot you that kind of thing it's not like murder mountain but it's like it's pretty intense you're fucking out there
3: um hey real quick just so that people out there listening that don't know what murder mountain is um it's Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a place where the government doesn't even go touch because it's so congested with illegal, like pot growing activity, right?
5: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I never saw the, I think they did a show about it. I never saw it, but, uh, just kind of like based on the trailer, you can get the, you can get the vibe, but yeah, it's like, it's like a, basically a long, uh, a really big area that's, like, really far from any paved road. There's a lot of national forest intermixed with private land, but a lot of it is, like, these massive marijuana grows by, a lot of times, like, kind of mafia-type figures. And it's, like, super lawless. There's a lot of, you know, gunfights and robberies and all sorts of shit. So security is really hectic out there. Um, anyway, so it's not quite like that. That's for sure. But, you know, it's the kind of neighborhood, like, you might hear some guns go off from time to time. Probably just, tra- like, scaring off bears and shit, but but it's definitely, like, bear, mountain lion, tweaker, weed grower country. Yo, man, and- I, I, I don't want to
0: interrupt, but I, I kind of I miss this, dude. Are we talking about, like, uh, Northern
5: California? Is
0: that where we're at? Yeah.
5: Yes, sir. Yeah. This is five years ago. Living in the mountains in Northern California at the time. And, uh, uh
0: Sierra Nevadas?
5: The Sierra Nevadas. Okay, cool. Yes, I'm sir. done.
0: I won't, I won't interrupt again. Cool. I just want to yeah, get yeah. Cut the scene.
5: This is going to be an hour long story. All right, cool. We're chilling <laughs> by the campfire. I like it. We're just telling spooky stories. All right, here we go. So it's a, it's a really cold, dark winter's night, moonless. And uh, my lady and I were just getting back from an event that we went to, some concert of some sort at the old. Schoolhouse, and we see this truck in the ditch of like the long dirt road. Right, we're like we've been driving for twenty something minutes on this dirt road, just like pine trees whizzing past us. You know, we've driven down it a thousand times, whatever, not a big deal. But but this truck is like off in the ditch, and um, and I I I recognize it, and I'm like, oh, that's that dude Angelo's truck. So little backstory, Angelo a dude who kind of came to the neighborhood recently and i think he you know had a lot of a lot of a lot of trouble in his in his past but um he kind of came to try to like start afresh you know new place new friends whatever and he's like trying to like but he's been like in and out of prison and jail and gotten involved with like some really heavy drugs and bad scenes and blah 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 and he's kind of he's already despite trying to you know he's like a he's like a pretty funny pretty nice guy but also there's like an edge to him that's a little intense you know he's the kind of dude that will like well let's see for example like i think one time he was bragging about like poaching a deer by like like hunted a deer with like a glock like a pistol like shooting it out of his car because the deer just like stopped next to his car
0: i don't like angelo
5: yeah. Right. Right. <laughs>
0: so fuck this dude. Yeah. I'm a not little a fan. sketchy.
5: A little. A little sketchy. I'm
0: glad but, he found his. Found wait. His wait. The like, dish. Did he? Did he hunt the deer because he was gonna like eat it, or no, he shot a deer because he's an asshole?
5: I think sometimes deer just like they just post up. You know, they'll like maybe it's like deer in the headlights or whatever. But he like stopped the car and rolled down the window, and the deer was just chilling. And so I think he shot it, and then, uh, you know, he definitely like ate it. Oh, he did eat but, it yeah for sure oh, okay. i thought like, he
0: was just oh, like oh yo this deer was standing in the fucking road yeah uh, right.
3: so back on track i want to hear the spooky story oh, yeah my bad yeah
0: i was just trying to get a vibe of shut up i was trying to get a vibe of angelo
3: yeah you yeah no vibe,
0: that's an
5: important man. that's an important that's an important part is yeah, the fact dude angelo, uh. this is angelo's truck <laughs> so another thing about angelo that i had heard was You know, we were at a neighbor's house maybe a week before this, this moment when we're driving back. And uh, the neighbor is like, yeah, so I hired Angelo to like, help me do some tree clearing or whatever. I got like some dead trees that blew down in a windstorm and I needed to like get them out, whatever. But he was like, oh, well, I don't have like, I don't have like a proper equipment, but I've got a big truck and I've got like, I know where to get some chains. So I'm going to go get some chains and I'll drag those, those shits out for you. And, and so our neighbor is like, all right, sure. Like, whatever you come back, if you can do the job, like I'll pay you for it. And he's like, all right, sweet. So, so our neighbor told us that and uh, a couple days after that. So this is a couple days before this moment in the story. This is all the background. We noticed while walking around our property, her property, was that on the back road, there's like a main driveway and there's a back road. And on the back road, there was a chain that we kept across the road so people wouldn't fucking drive up it. Well, the chain was gone one day. We're walking down there. The chain's just fucking gone, stolen, whatever. But then when we were like, wait a minute, fucking homegirl Gina was going to hire Angelo. And he was like, I need to get some chains so I can get this job. So I'm like putting all this shit together. I'm like, that fucking dude, Angelo again. Like, this is fucking nuts. Anyway, so there's Angelo's truck. And uh, we like slow down for a second. It, but we don't like see him. We don't like see anything. And it kind of looks like it was like broken down or whatever. So we keep driving. Our house is just a couple more minutes and we keep driving. And we're like, you know what? We get home, we park the car. And we're like, you know what? We should go check out that truck. And see if there's some chains in the back, and get our fucking chains back. So, we walk from the house with flashlights. We like wear black clothes and shit. We walk from the house, and we're like walking down the dirt road. And like, you know, we're ready to bail into the bushes if somebody comes. But really, we're like, we're trying to like kind of stealthily check out if there's some chains and just get a fucking chain back. Hey, you're just like, getting whatever. your shit
0: back, dude. I mean, You're not doing anything fucked up.
5: No, like, no, no. Of course not. Shit. I mean, really, we should have just we should have just gotten out of the car and shit right there. But, you know, I, I, I actually get scared pretty easily. And, uh, you know, <laughs> fucking right backwoods, backwoods tweaker rednecks with guns and shit, you
0: know.
1: That's the like, scariest I'm, shit I'm, ever. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, As
0: a matter yeah, of like, no, fact, no, those don't, yeah, that's, they're spooky in their own right, dude. And they're like yeah. alive. I not mean spooky, yeah. they're just straight scary.
5: No, for real. So, so we're, we're walking down the road. And it's, like, quiet. It's late. At this point, it's, like, midnight. And, um, you know, hear some, like, owls hooting and shit. The sounds of the forest come alive. And, and, you know, like, when you're kind of in that, like, sort of adrenalized state and it's, like, dark, you hear anything and you amplify it. Like, it could be, like, a tree squirrel or some shit. And you think it's, like fucking sasquatch like a tiny sound seems like the biggest deal so your mind really starts to run and that's definitely what was happening at this time and we're like ready to bail into the bushes if we hear a car if we hear a sound whatever we're just like hiding and waiting checking it out whatever stealth mode so we get closer and closer and closer and there's the truck we kind of like dim our dim our like flashlights or whatever turn them off if nothing else it's also like cool we're just like out for a night walk because hippies do that right Anyway,
3: so, <laughs> you do that. That's anyway, true. so,
5: um, like, you see the, the truck kind of in the dark, like, getting closer to it. And, I'm like, okay, like, okay, like, my heart's starting to race now because I'm like, what if he's just like chilling, like, right there, whatever. Anyway, so we get close, kind of look around. And then uh, I call out, yo, Angelo, don't hear anything. I'm like, all right, I guess his fucking truck broke down and he got a ride. He's left. So look in the back of the truck, kind of like, kind of search the truck a little bit, the flashlight. And um, there's like, I don't know, some crumpled up fucking magazines and shit inside. But uh, in the back, sure enough, dude, there's a fuck ton of chains. I'm trying to find our fucking chain. But here's the thing, like all the chains are like, like, I don't know if it's my chain or not, whatever. This dude has like, hundreds of feet of chain at this point, but he had, you know, we just needed like 20 feet. And, uh, but they, he had like linked them all together or something. So I started like pulling on chain, but like, I just like, it like never ends. So I can't, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I'm not going to pull out 200 pounds of chain and try to like hike off with that shit. So I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Like leave the chains, start walking back home. And, uh, a certain point, there's um, we're like maybe halfway on the walk back home, and uh, this car we hear a car coming in the dirt road, and um, we see the headlights in the trees, and we bail into the bushes and just like lay down. Car drives by, a little bit of music playing, whatever it doesn't stop at the truck, it just keeps going. It's not like Angelo's ride or whatever, it's just a car on the road, not a big deal. So we get you know we're like walking back home definitely definitely on edge but like whatever it's fine we're just walking home now not a big deal but we get back home and on the front fucking porch no joke is like a massive pile of fucking chain that was not fucking there when we left that we did not fucking put there it was not our chain <laughs> But it was a chain. That's cool. But it was like a long length of chain. And that was fucking scary shit.
3: <laughs> so like a mysterious <laughs> like we, pile of chain just showed up?
5: Totally. We were fucking there an hour before, or not even. Yeah, or well, maybe like an hour before getting back from that show. And then we went walking to check out his truck, came back, and there's some fucking chain there. So the whole night, we're like, what the fuck? Like, can't sleep? or like, fuck it, all right? Like we're just staying up and like
3: watching you or
0: something
5: oh yeah totally like yo, are yeah, those like,
0: just, are those dudes kind of like a gang too
5: no like those meth no dudes? i mean he's he definitely like a oh i mean meth dudes generally speak and i imagine are but like i'm sure he might have like his buddies or whatever but he kind of like rolled pretty solo just because he was fairly new to the area but um so we're up all night whatever same thing like even in the best of times like there's a lot of just like animals that come out at night in the woods there and it's just like spooky as fuck so like you'll hear like deer walking through the dry woods and it's just like push, 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 you know so like everything like that was just like oh shit oh shit like what the well, fuck? especially the when you're there?
3: up there like in in the wilderness like i uh i stayed on the farm for a couple nights and like i was staying up in like this bodega or not a bodega <laughs> um Anyway, I was staying up real quick um, and then, like, I would hear critters run by and it just scares the shit out of you. For sure. Like, so there's another twist to dog was freaking story. out. The
5: final <laughs> twist to this story. Two days later, I find out that Angelo is fucking dead. He fucking what? OD'd on some shit. So, I don't know what the flow of events was. His truck the chains how what who the fuck brought chains to us like i don't fucking know but um he was found at his buddy's house or whatever and somebody called it in or some shit
3: he was found before the chain showed up
5: yeah dude exactly that's
3: fucking wild yo so i'm
5: like yo is like (laughs) did like the spirit of angelo like the core of goodness that remained in him fucking return some chains or like like who else did he take shit from that like randomly got shit back, you know? So yo, man, Ramsey, invested. I gotta tell like, my story.
0: Yo, dude, I gotta tell. Like, so you were the third person to come on the Halloween Spectacular day and I just knew for some reason. I just knew your story was going to be some gnarly fucking NorCal shit. Yeah, man, that's some fucking like
3: up-in-the-woods type shit for But sure. it was spooky, too, because it's like... It's wild, and dude. it's like
0: bad enough these, like... I mean, like, yeah, those yeah those hill folk tweakers, and they're all, like... Yeah, There's so teeth. many of them, too. But, like, a dead man returned your property? That's pretty fucking spooky. That's pretty brutal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo, Ramsey, I just want to say once again, man... Uh, you're one of my favorite people in the entire fucking world. And I'm so fucking glad you came on to tell your uh, oh, story brother. on this uh, Halloween spooktacular. And uh, anyway. Hey, man. Was
3: a- it was great to meet you. We'll have to link up at Benorkel you sometime. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, for sure. You, you kept the fucking fire going because everybody's been bringing some spooky ass shit. And I was but just yeah. hoping yours would be like real gritty. And it was. It's super gritty. Oh, dude. <laughs> my favorite part about your story was that like I didn't really know where it was going for a minute. And then all of a sudden, bam. In Boom! Your face. I guess so. I guess it. As soon as he said that, okay, Doug, said that you're so cool. Shit, and then his
0: truck was fucking over there, and he wasn't in it. Yeah, I immediately knew that he was dead. And uh, that's well, I didn't guess the whole story. I guess, story.
3: yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't expect. Uh, what's his? Was it was Antonio? I didn't expect Angelo, him. man. Angelo, Angelo. Sorry, speech. I don't know how to hear. Uh, I wasn't expecting for him to be dead. And That was fucking wild. So I just want to say that I did guess that because I'm a very smart
0: person. (laughs) Yeah, you're so smart. Yo, Ramsey. uh, I
5: can't wait to hear the rest of this
0: episode, man. It's better. better. This episode you'll enjoy it because like everybody says some scary shit, man. Yeah.
5: Fuck yeah.
0: All right, be good, buddy. Peace, Ramsey. (laughs) Peace. Later. All right. Our last guest today is Dominic Baker. And if you didn't know, Dominic Baker was a guest. On episode nine of this podcast, that was kind of like a rock and roll episode, kind of like a uh, learn
3: about Nashville, uh, learn about uh, fucking being on reality TV, uh, all the all the backstage fucking. How many bands have you been in, Dominic? Like fucking thirty. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, like, uh, it was about skateboarding.
0: It was about uh, a lot of modeling yeah. with some uh, train hoppers and Hawaii. Yeah. Man, it, it was a lot of shit. Man, welcome back, Dominic. Thanks for having me, man. And once uh, again, uh, congratulations on winning Best of National. Oh, thank you so thank much, you. man. And uh, you're the first guest uh, on today that already knows Zach, so we don't do any introductions. You know Zach. You know Zach. Yeah, we know all. <laughs> we all.
3: We've all seen each other in our worst and best situations. <laughs> so, Dominic,
0: dude, uh, obviously, when I uh, had the idea to do this episode, you're the first person I had in mind because your story is scary as shit there are multiple witnesses and it scares me the most because it's a poltergeist story yeah yeah it's it's one of the stories that like actually made me really believe in ghosts and the whole paranormal shit like basically it started off with like i think i was maybe 15 or 16 uh we were like started off at the park and my friend uh her name's turtle uh, Your first name, name was name. Turtle. Yeah, her real name is Rachel. And so she's like, "Hey, like, I have a ghost in my house. You want to go meet him?" And there was like a bunch of us. we were like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." You know. So we go over there, and she lives on Bellevue Road, some condo. Anyway, um, I remember sitting on the bed with my girlfriend at the time. Her name was her name was Amy Boyer, and. So, you have to put this like in your head. Like, we're sitting on her, like in the bedroom on her bed. And to my left, there's probably like six, it's probably like six feet to the wall. And to my left, there is a picture of something I can't remember, but it's like something you get like at Pier 1 imports. And to my right, there's a window that's probably like four by eight. Um, and my best friend at the time, Jonathan Shulman, he was like, yeah, I'm not going to be a part of this because it involved a Ouija board. So yeah, I totally get that too, man. Whenever people like, want to uh, bust on a Ouija board, I'm like, oh word. Yeah. I, uh, I have to go pee uh, I go.
3: <laughs> at my
0: house where I live. Not here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, he,
0: he had like, he, like, I remember Jonathan having ghosts in his house and that was always kind of weird. And, there was an incident before this incident with the Ouija board where it like spun and he like hacked it up and burnt it because it spelled death and seven people died in our school at the time. And it was really wild. So anyway, moving on. Yo man, uh, uh, like real bad, just setting the scene again, dude. All right. So like you're a teenager, right? At this yeah. time. All right. And we are at uh, a girl's house. Like you don't know that well, or like just like a, no, friend. I knew it really. Oh, you know, really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she was like the ghost that I talk to all the time. His name is Matt. He died in 1978. He got hit by a car leaving his house and yeah, obviously died. And, you know, of course, just being a rational human being, I was skeptical, you know, I was a skeptic and, But at the same time, I'm, like, chilling in the bed with my girl, you know? Like, And we're looking through, like, a scrapbook, right? And so everyone else goes into the living room and fucks with the Ouija board. And I can see Jonathan outside in the window smoking a cigarette, kind of pacing. You know, he's, like, making faces at us and stuff, you know? Um, I hear them get frustrated. And I hear Rachel, or Turtle, start, like, shouting, like, do something. She was just, you know, getting really frustrated because the Ouija board wasn't doing anything. So it's like Turtle Turtle, is this her house or like? Yeah, it's her house. Okay. Yeah. And she's and, in the living room with probably like five people. And you know, how does she talk to the ghost Matthew? Like like through the Ouija or like through some other means? She said like she would speak to the ghost like when she was sleeping. Like it would like this ghost Matt would approach her. Um
1: that's so crazy. Every, almost every
0: single uh, person before we've talked about lucid dreaming. Goes, we we kind of like, we're like, whatever, you know?
3: Like, whatever. It's hard and, to believe. And if you haven't like, experienced it before, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, in short, she comes in the bedroom and she screams, Matt, if you don't fucking do anything right now, I'm never going to talk to you again. And of course, like, I look at her. Like, we're looking at a scrapbook. We're looking down. And I look at her when she walk, walked in and said that. And in my peripheral, my left, on my left-hand side, the framed picture flew off the fucking wall and hit me in the head.
3: Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Swear to God. No gust of wind, no it nothing. Just straight fuck out. fucking... And I immediately looked at
0: Jonathan in the window... And, like, literally had that whole, like, cigarette, like, falling out of his mouth, like. jaw. <laughs> so Jonathan it. saw oh, it, too. Oh. Yes. You know, yes. I, want, I want to bring up uh, to the that listeners. fucking wild. I want to bring up to the listeners. Uh, I've known Dominic for a long time, and Dominic may be a lot of things, but a liar, he is not. Negative. Uh, so, you know, Jonathan, he's probably, like, maybe 120 pounds wet. Like, five foot two. Runs in. And I'm, like, standing in shock. And also, kind of, like, my head kind of hurts because I was just got rocked by a, a picture. My and Phantom kicked me outside. <laughs> and, like, I was, I'm just in shock. And everybody was like, holy shit. That was fucking crazy. That was just crazy. Um, and, yeah, Rachel comes outside, and she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, like I probably did this. Like, he's, he obviously doesn't like... Uh other me talking to other guys. I was like, your ghost is racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was
3: he fucking a fucking racist ghost? Was he a white ghost?
0: <laughs> I mean, I
3: guess all ghosts are like I, 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 No, they're they, transparent. You, they're not white <laughs> necessarily. Get your you get your fucking racist mind out of the ghost. Yo, did she there, really Doug. say that ghost is racist? Or did you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like- She's is the ghost was just jealous, it sounds like definitely something man something was
4: going <laughs> like, on, you know
3: like, she had definitely developed a, it sounds like she definitely developed a relationship with this ghost and yeah, this poltergeist yeah. and like and it got the the ghost got real jealous of you being involved there and you know, threw the picture dude, on your he, head yeah. dominic was, was such a player it was, it was like it wasn't even a, it was <laughs> dude dominic's always been such a player
0: Dominic was such a player in high school that a poltergeist attacked him, dude. Jesus. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh,
3: if anybody uh, if anybody was to be uh, yeah, attacked yeah, yeah, yeah. by a poltergeist for being uh, a player, it would be Dominic. I
0: was just chilling with my girlfriend. And, like, you know, that ghost needs to move on and get over it, man. Yeah, it's like, you're, like, sitting there like, yo, ghost. You might as well just, like, back the fuck up off, dude. Because, like, I'm just over here with, like, this other chick. I don't even need your chick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that's you pissed much off the- a fucking like uh, jealous ass ghost and it threw a fucking painting at you. I mean, like, like it was probably like six to seven feet away from the
3: bed, you know. And I remember no like, earthquake, like, earthquake, no earthquake. fucking kind of well. like, weather, like, weather at all. Crazy. Nothing. What's that? There's no kind of weather at all or anything that would suggest like anything else. Well, I mean, like, what, what, dude, what he was in a bedroom. There were no weather. That was a ghost, dude. Yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm asking. You know.
0: Ouija board she just screamed and you don't do anything right now to prove that you're real because we are all skeptics you know i mean like it's not like like something just fell over. it flew off the wall like right. she like called upon the spirit and like dominic was the perfect target because it was a racist ghost it was a racist ghost it <laughs> <and> was jealous <laughs> of the player and it was like yo i hate this dude's dreadlocks i hate his suave attitude Dominic, while well, we got you here yeah, Can you share another spooky story. Yeah, do you remember when I dated Crystal? Hell yeah, I can't. I, okay. of course she was awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, I mean, she like resonated a lot of like, just I don't know. She was she was she was kind of like a crystal man. Like I remember just being with her. A lot of bad shit would happen, and a lot of good shit. Like we just attracted a lot of like weird energy. And I'm not going to, you know, like it kind of sounds like really hippie to say. Uh, but I mean, I mean, I really believe in the cult, and I really believe in some, just, just the other, you know, that the spiritual world. Absolutely. And when I worked at the bakery, I ended up smoking a shit ton of weed, and you I, no, yeah, yeah, kind of like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're I, just, I, you were just I, experimenting like, though, so it wasn't uh, like you know. I don't. I I don't want to like just. Say, all right, yeah, I was high, (laughs) but I was high, (laughs) you know? Um, So, yeah, I was high at the (laughs) bakery. And I I went home, went home high, and Crystal was laying on the couch, and she was like, she was asleep, and she was like, oh, you know, I've been waiting for you. I'm like, I'm sorry, I've been, you know, baking bread, (laughs) getting high. Uh, And, yeah, so I, I remember I carried her into bed, and she immediately passed out. And so I'm like, huh, what do I want to do? It's kind of like laying there trying to get asleep, but I couldn't really because I was super fucking high. So I, I start meditating and I'm going through like, like this is like, I don't know if anyone out there who's listening, who meditates or anything like you, you literally can contact different worlds. Oh Yeah. And because like I don't want to I don't want to come off like like this is some hippie bullshit. Because no, it's not. Like I remember like being in contact with like certain just very kind, warm spirits, right? Absolutely. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere these shadows start popping up, and I'm like, holy shit! This is like like I have like this whole fear within me, and the only thing I can say like in like like as a mantra is go away. This is not your home. Go away. This is not your home. And that was kind of like, like warding off the, uh, like they look like dementors from Harry Potter. Like this soul sucking shadow spirit. And I was just like, go away. This is not your home. And I wasn't saying it out loud. I was saying it in my, in my mind, in my meditation. And Crystal dead asleep starts yelling, go away. This is not your home. Go away. This is not your home. And I was like crazy shit. And I woke her up and she was like, I was having a nightmare that these people were trying to abduct our souls. And like, so I'm like holding her. and I'm like, cause she's like shook. Right. And I'm like, I didn't even tell her. I didn't even tell her what happened with me until like two weeks later. And then we actually talked about it and she was like, yeah, like there was these shadow spirits like surrounding our bed trying to get into my body and i was like yeah that's yeah that's exactly what i felt and i mean like like i said like i don't want to like downplay it by saying i was high but if anyone actually smokes good weed (laughs) they know it's less to uh to the other realm the metaphysical damn dominic you brought the spook to the halloween spooktacular oh Go surreal much peace on me you love, you. I love you love you congratulations again peace. thank you peace and that was the halloween spooktacular thank wah, you wah, so wah, wah, much wah, wah, for coming wah, to wah, town wah, Zach wah, wah.
3: my pleasure man it was such a fucking honor to be here with you and to do this spooktacular and I'll
0: tell you one thing man uh, a lot of people scared me tonight I am so frightened and I'm a little bit bummed that you gotta like uh, go back to California like right now I guess, right?
3: Well, maybe in the next few days but I'm glad I was here to hold your hand through all the scary things that happened tonight. Hey, you're a real friend and uh, for everyone at home
0: if you want to reach me you can go to myviewsaremyown.com or on Instagram at myviewsaremyown underscore podcast or on Twitter at myviews__podcast underscore podcast, or just email me at myviewsaremyown podcast at gmail. Or uh, if you really, really want to, you can stalk Zach Wilkinson. I'm sure if you could hire like a like a really good uh,
3: you can you can probably find me if you try hard enough. But I'm kind of elusive. Ooh, Ooh. you should
0: find a spooky a private detective to find zach in california
3: and i really hope you don't (laughs) but you know you probably could so just you know take that as you will uh but before we go i just want to say that uh if you do find zach with
0: your spooky private detective you can go through his phone you can find my personal phone number and that's another way you can reach me and that's uh that's all the pretty much the best ways to reach me right now
3: or if you want to find me in another realm you can find me on instagram at share the chef pterodactyl uh like the animal like like (laughs) like the dinosaur all right
0: (laughs) here's a spooky song goodbye